Good morning, everyone. Happy Monday and happy Halloween week. Welcome back to AK on the PK podcast. I am your host, AK, also known as Alexis, and it's all good, bro, on Twitter. How are you guys doing? I hope you had a fantastic weekend. And let's get right into the podcast. I have a lot to go over this week. I had an off week last week, had a lot going on with work, personal life, a lot of things going on, and I kind of wanted to wait to film everything in one pod. So let's get into it, shall we? Just wanted to start with Seamus couldn't be here today, so it's just me. He actually went to Canada, and the filming schedule didn't kind of line up with him, so he will be back today at 4 o'clock. Um, today's technically Sunday that I'm filming, but you will be listening to this on Monday. He'll be back at 4 today, so he'll be back in time for the 5 o'clock game tonight, which is great. Lots to go over, like I said. I have to speak on opening night, the Frank and Ryan return, the meet and greet that I went to, and also the new reverse retros. We have a lot to talk about, so let's jump into it. Opening night, let's talk about it. It was my first opening night ever. I was super duper excited for this. We had a great experience. We had a great time. We left with a Rangers win. Mika scored twice and Goodrow, my guy, scored once. It was a great game. It was really fun to see them play Tampa Bay again after the playoffs. The team looked great. Um, they seemed like they, they've they got it together somewhat, and it was really crazy to watch a Ranger team like that. It's, it's nuts to see how much they've come, how far they've came, and I'm really proud of this team, and I'm so happy to be a fan of this team. It's really cool. Like I said, Mika had two sick goals. No shocker there. That guy is amazing at shooting and getting it in the net. And then, of course, we had the little tip-in from Goodrow, which made me go ballistic. (laughs) If you were near me, you definitely heard me screaming. I was jumping up and down and go nuts, pretty much. Seamus and my friend Jacob, shout out to Jacob if he's listening, had to literally hold me so I wouldn't jump off the uh, second balcony at MSG. Really cool to see in person. I haven't seen him score in person since Hank Knight. Really happy it happened, too. It was just a perfect night, honestly. I was on cloud nine. I will say thank you to literally everyone that came up and said hi to me and had a conversation with me. Most of you are friends, but I had some people who I didn't know who came up and said hi, so that was really awesome to meet a bunch of you guys that night. Really cool experience. It's a lot different going into MSG and having all these people know you and getting stopped. I'm not trying to say I'm a celebrity or anything because I'm really not. It's just cool to have conversations with people and meet new people, meet new friends. There was a lot of people there that night. We did a Rangers Twitter meet and greet type thing. I don't know why I called it a meet and greet meetup. A lot of people showed up. It was really cool. I didn't know who half of the people were, though, because I don't know what anyone looks like. (laughs) So it was a little bit hard for me to figure out who everyone else was, but it was a really cool situation. We got a huge group photo, which if you follow me on my Instagram, it's all good row, or on my Twitter account, it's all good row. You definitely saw it, and you definitely saw how many people were there. Really cool experience, and you know, we try and do that when we know there's going to be a lot of people at the game, so of course, if we decide to do it again before a big game where a lot of Ranger Twitter will be there, I'll be happy to announce it on the pod, so 
other people can go and kind of meet up with us and actually, you know, talk in person rather than online. So, yeah, the team looked great on opening night. They still look great. They played horribly against the Sharks the other day, but I was kind of expecting that going in and playing against Quinn. I knew that was going to happen. It's just always somehow when we are playing an old coach or something, I mean, besides the Flyers game on St. Patrick's Day with AB when we beat them terribly. What was it, like 9-0, I always just expect that. I mean, I know David Quinn probably wanted to win that game out of any game he played this year, especially being on the Sharks, playing against the Rangers, who are playing fantastic. Besides the point, I didn't really want to talk about the Sharks, but I did need to mention that because I was not happy with how they looked, but they have been looking great in other games, and it's really cool to see them playing that well. It's kind of crazy to see, you know, who is this Ranger team. Let's jump into the last game that I was at, which was the Ryan and Vetrano return. Really, really cool to go to that. Um, I actually bought those tickets when I was drunk at a winery. I didn't actually mean to buy them, but they were cheap, and I wanted to see Ryan Strom return because he's one of my favorite Rangers, so I was really excited to go to that. We won 6-4, Panarin had a goal, Mika had two, Tro had one, Kako had one, and Laugh had one. Really cool experience to see two of the kids score. Really cool to see Mika score two again. Um, Panarin as well, that, that goal was sick. Um, it was really cool to see that. And then obviously the disrespect from Tro getting the first goal of the game as number 16 and Strom's old spot on the ice. Man, it was the absolute disrespect that Tro could have given to Ryan Strom. It was nuts. Crazy. You know, I, like I said, I was happy to be there. I miss Ryan a lot. I think a lot of the things that came out publicly about him at, towards the end of the year last year with his Twitter likes and things like that don't align with things that I believe, but he will always be one of my favorite players. I mean, the things that he do, he does for fans, gives away sticks, pucks, literally any chance he get. I saw him give a stick away to a kid in a Ducks jersey this past game, and you know, he is missed. I'm glad no one booed him the night of when they showed his thank you video. It was definitely emotional. He definitely had tears in his eyes. Everyone cheered for him. I was shocked. I didn't hear a single boo. Everyone did cheer for him, which made me really happy. I didn't want to hear anyone kind of disrespecting him because he doesn't really deserve it. He did bring a lot to the team. He had a lot of great chemistry on that team. He was a leader on our team as well. And I feel like a lot of people forget that. A thing that I was really big on when he was on the team is the way that People would tweet him disrespectful things if he missed an open net. And people have to remember, hockey players are also people. They're not just little players on the ice. They have actual feelings. They have social media that they check. It's disrespectful and disgusting when I see fans do that to an own player on their team. And even if it's not someone on their team, why are we cyberbullying or attacking players. I just don't understand it. I think it's disrespectful. People have off games and yeah, it might make us angry, but I just think it's disgusting. I'm not going to lie. This aligns up with the whole 
people who block people and they're like, oh, I own you. Same situation. I think that's also just as weird and gross. You get blocked because you bother people. It's as simple as that. It's not because you own them. It's because you bothered someone and that's on you. That's on you. And you being blocked should say something about your personality and how you portray yourself online. That's all I'm going to say on that topic. But it needs to be said because I do feel bad for some of these guys' mental health. Like, yeah, they already know they didn't play a great game. Then they're getting attacked online. I think it's disgusting. I saw it happen a lot with Strom, Georgiev. I'm trying to think if I can think of any other players that really get attacked. I mean, those two were like the big ones last year. Listen, like I said, Strom didn't play great sometimes, neither did Georgie, but I don't think it necessarily means that they should be getting hate for it on the internet. They already know that they didn't play a great game. Let them live. They make more money than you anyways, so. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I just had to throw that one in there. So, yeah, that was a really great game. Obviously, we saw a Frank Petrano goal. I was expecting either a goal from him or Ryan, so no shock there. Really do miss Frank. He's really, really fast. He's an absolute unit, and I do wish we still had him on the pod. Where is my brain today? I do still wish we had him on the team, but it's a part of hockey. It's what happens. So now we're going to kind of jump into the thing that I'm really excited to talk about, and I had a lot of questions from a lot of you guys about this. I got to meet Igor Shesterkin, Kapokako, and Zach Jones. It was an absolutely sick experience, man. It's something I never thought I'd get to experience in my life, but it was definitely really cool to do. So let me explain how I got there. Last season, as I'm sure you guys know, if you follow me on Twitter or you follow me on Instagram, whatever, you know that I went to a lot of games. I went to a lot of games. I spent a lot of money on the Rangers and I went to a lot of games. Those games were possible because I am on a list for this guy who sells his season tickets. His name's Ezra. He's a great guy. He does like these email chains where he'll send out if he can't go to a game or the tickets haven't been bought and he'll drop the prices. And so Seamus and I would be like, all right, let's go after work. Like, let's go do it. And we did that a lot last season. Obviously, (laughs) wasn't the right thing to do financially, but it was fun to do. And basically, Ezra couldn't use the tickets that he had for this meet and greet that was for season ticket members. So he offered them to us because we had bought in a lot from him last year. Basically, the meet and greet was for people who renewed or bought season tickets for the 2022-23 season with their Chase card. And we got to go because Ezra had two extra tickets for us, which I thought was really, really cool. So Seamus and I walked into this not knowing anything. We didn't know who was going to be there. There was no posting of it online because obviously they wanted to keep it on the down low. So only people who had tickets would show up. It was at Terminal 5 in the city. It was freezing out the day of. I was in like ripped jeans, a bodysuit, and a jean jacket. And I was so cold. I got to meet... Zach off of Twitter if you're listening to this hello how are you he was standing in line behind me and he was talking about how I mentioned that there was this list going around and he said it's all good row like my neck snapped when he said it and then we met each other and it was a really cool experience so yeah let's kind of like get into how it how it went I think it was completely unorganized 
I absolutely think it was a mess. There was a bunch of different players there. I'll list them off. It was Panarin, Igor, Lafreniere, Keandre Miller, Jones, and Kako. Sorry. I can only say, like, I have to say Keandre Miller. I can't just say Keandre. I don't know why. I always just, like, put his first name and his last name together for some reason. So, yeah, all of them were there. They had two different stations set up. So on one station, it was Panarin, Laugh, and Key. And the other station was Igor, Jones, and Kako. The shorter line was for Igor when Seamus and I got inside the building. So we immediately got in line and probably waited 20, 25 minutes to meet Igor, Jones, and Kako. So Jones and Kako were sitting at a table doing signatures. You could take a selfie with them as well. Um, and so, you know... Kako was really nervous. I don't know if this was like his first time doing a meet and greet with the Rangers, but he seemed really nervous. And I just like asked him how he was. He was like, I'm good. How are you? I was like, I'm good. I didn't want to make him too nervous and ask him too many questions. So that was really cool. And then it was Zach Jones' birthday. So I just wished him a happy birthday. And that was that. And I got a picture with both of them and they were very, very nice. And they signed something for us. Um, we got our opening night puck signed by Kako, my boyfriend, I get Jones to sign it. So whatever. So then from there, Igor was standing. You could have asked for him to sign something. If you had something for him, we didn't have anything. And we weren't thinking that we really just wanted a picture and like to talk to him. I went up first and I was just like, how are you? He's like, I'm great. How are you? I was like, I'm good. We took a picture. Then my boyfriend came in and got in the picture and shook his hand and whatever. And the first thing I noticed about Igor is he had these really sick, like, salmon-colored sneakers on. Maybe, like, a light salmon color. And I really liked them. I was like, wow, those are nice sneakers. So after I took that picture, I was like, hey, I really like your sneakers. And it was, like, first time. As in, like, his first time wearing them because he has some broken English, which is fine. And I thought it was really cute. And we just laughed. And then, you know, we walked out. They had free food. They had a cash bar. So we got some food. I had like chicken nuggets. Seamus had like a hot dog. And then we got some soda. We weren't really looking to drink that night. And then from there, the chaos ensued. All the lines were mixed together. People were cutting. People were shoving. It was just like an absolute disaster. I don't know why they didn't make the lines more unified and why they didn't put up barriers for the lines. Like, they had some barriers, but, like, if you're expecting that many people, you should have more barriers so that the lines are organized and people aren't cutting in front of another. So I have a lot of social anxiety, and I don't like being in tight crowds or tight spaces, especially in an area that I don't know. Like, MSG I'm fine with because I've done it a bunch of times, but in Terminal 5, I haven't been there since I was, like, 12 or 13, so... I wasn't feeling very great, and I was feeling very nervous. So Seamus and I took our food. We went upstairs. There's three levels. We went to the third level. No one up there. We're looking at everyone from above, and we both made the decision, like, you know, let's try and see where the line is for Panarin, Laugh, and Key. If it's nuts, we'll skip it. If it's not nuts, we'll get in it, and we'll wait. It's probably, like, I want to say 8.30 at this point. We finish eating our food, we go downstairs, and it's just a disaster, and we can't find where the line starts. There's, like, three different lines going into one line, so we were like, okay, we're leaving. So that's what we did. 
we left. He had work in the morning. I was feeling really anxious and I just wanted to go. And I really just wanted to meet Igor out of everyone. Obviously, it would have been awesome to meet the other three. I did want to meet Panarin, but my mental health is more important than standing in line to meet hockey players. So I took the decision to leave and I'm happy I did. And then I had a really eventful night after that and it wasn't great, but that's besides the point. I'm not talking about that on the podcast because it's my personal life. Yeah. So that's how that night went. Obviously I'm really grateful that I went and it was a really, really cool experience, but I think if the Rangers are going to do it again, they need to make it a little bit more organized than what it was. So people aren't waiting forever to meet players. Now, from there, I want to talk about the reverse retro, and then that's pretty much going to be it for this podcast. So, I just had to take a minute to pause because I'm disappointed. (laughs) I know people are going to hate me saying that, that I'm disappointed. I am, though. I think the Rangers should have done the reverse retro they just dropped this year when they did the first reverse retro. I think it would have been so much cooler than the one that they last did with the arms, like with the red on the arms. They should have just done this the last drop, and then they should have done something completely new without Lady Liberty this drop. I understood that they were doing Lady Liberty, which sucked because I wanted something new. And if I already had a goodie Lady Liberty jersey, I wouldn't be getting another one but I'm going to be getting another one once they put out a blank or they put out his name or whatever if you bought from MSG I'm so sorry but your jersey's going to be butchered the stitching is going to suck I'm really sorry that you spent the $300 also $300 is nuts to me while all these other teams are selling them for cheaper than that are you kidding me are you kidding me talk about Chris Jury tax for real so I'm just disappointed because I was so looking forward to getting a blank and sending it to my guy, Oscar, who does my jerseys for me. I was so excited. And then I log on and there's no blanks. Like, what? They could have made so much more money if they had blanks up or if they had, like, you could do your own player. I understand that those are going to come once Adidas, like, officially puts it out and everything. But I am disappointed. I'm disappointed in the drop. There's no sweatshirts. There's no hats. There's nothing. Like, come on. Come on, Rangers do better. I know more will come out once Adidas officially posts them and everything, but I'm just tired of like the same old stuff with them and it being expensive. Like why spend $300 on a jersey when I could spend $100 on a ticket to go to three games? I'm sure some of you feel the exact same way as I do. They're sick. Don't get me wrong. They're sick. They're cool. I like them. Don't get me wrong. I just think it's repetitive and we could have done something different. Oh, yes. I didn't want to make my podcast about Twitter drama, but I just felt like this needed to be said on the podcast really quick, really quick. If you are a grown adult and you are hating on a 16-year-old girl for her favorite player, you need to grow up. Point blank, period. Grow up. It's as simple as that. I cannot believe the way some of these adults act online. Like, I, I can't believe it. The fact that you think it's okay to bully a 16-year-old girl because her favorite player does quote-unquote dirty hits, you know nothing about hockey if you think what Truba's doing is a dirty hit. 
Obviously, if it was a dirty hit, he would have gotten fined. The NHL has tried to take as much money as they can. So trust me, he would have been fined. So she does not control what Truba does. She does not control how Truba plays. And lastly, she is not Jacob Truba. Okay. Thank you all for tuning in. (laughs) I am going to be away this upcoming Monday, so there will be no pod until next week, which next week is September. Next week is November 7th, so that will be the week that I will be having a new podcast out. I'm going to try and have new podcasts every Monday. Right now, it's been a little bit hectic with work and just life in general, and I'm now going on vacation, so it's going to be another week break for me, but so excited to come back and continue the pod. I have some great interviews coming up for the pod, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. I do want to say thank you so much for all the love and support that you have each shown me for this podcast. I was really, really nervous to do it. And then you all just showed so much love to me on Twitter. And I really, really, really appreciate it. If you didn't know, I have a background in journalism. So I have some sort of idea of what I'm doing here. But I just really want to say thank you for making something that I've been dreaming of doing for so long so positive and so nice to do. And yeah, that's all I've got for this week. I really hope you guys enjoyed the pod this week. Like I said in the last one, if you're ever interested on coming on the pod, please let me know. I'd be happy to have you on. And I hope you guys have a great week and you have a great Halloween. Halloween's my favorite holiday. So have a happy Halloween, and if you make it this far, let me know what you're being for Halloween. Have a good one, guys. Bye.